who will survive? Means nothing. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? I'm talking about all the way to the top. Yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream rise to the top. give you a show like you have never ever seen before why because i can hello everyone welcome to episode 80 of the positively processing podcast i'm your host steve Fontes with eric sanchez how's it going eric it's going great good we just had some technical difficulties we were recording a second ago and only the right input was working so mm-hmm. that would have been a terrible listening experience for everybody Glad especially in stereo yeah we in did. your car you, yeah. it sounds only coming out the right side but what the hell's wrong with my car punching <laughs> the radio damn you steve and eric spent five hundred dollars to find out too. yeah it really wasn't your car it no, <laughs> <laughs> they just. Uh, I get a bill. No, I get a yeah, bill. Yeah, new yeah. stereo. This week's show, we're going to be talking our favorite title changes. Each of us have our top five title changes in wrestling history, and I'll go over the criteria in a little bit for what we came up with for that. If you want to follow us on Twitter, please do PPW Podcast. That's where you get all your favorite podcast information from, and uh, mm-hmm. and all the fun tweets that Eric and I have, and me complaining about eBay on tweet eBay, and <laughs> complaining about eBay on Twitter, stuff like that. And also, if you want to support the show, whatamaneuver.net, you can pick up a t-shirt. And if you want to download the show, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you get your favorite podcast from, leaving a review on iTunes would be super appreciated. It helps people find the show who may not otherwise see it. Today is July 5th? Yeah, July 5th. Yeah, July 5th. It's been about three weeks since we had a show, so I appreciate everyone sticking with us. And like I said before, many times, it's just scheduling, and I'm never going to be able to commit to a weekly show as much as I would like to. But there'll be weeks we have shows a couple weeks in a row, probably in the winter when there's like nothing going on. Yeah. I had to kick my wife and daughters out of the house today so we could record because they're on summer break and we had to kick them out. Felt good about that. How'd you yeah. feel? I, I felt bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Penny didn't want to leave. She did not. Uh, it would have been great if uh, they left Molly here and she just baby? knocked out upstairs. Yeah, with baby. Forrest. <laughs> Forrest is below us. Baby Molly. Oh. Sorry. Speaking of Forrest, Eric just kicked her no, while no, she was I, trying I to... Moved, sl- I moved my foot and it was on her paw. Oh, what a jerk. Sorry, Forrest. You can go back to sleep now. Go. Getting caught up in the wires. She got uh, attached to me when I was watching her. She was laying right by my feet. Yeah, Eric house sat and <laughs> dog sat for us while we were gone. We were out in Ohio with, for my family stuff. And I'll talk about that in a second. I did a little toy spotting trip while I was out there. All right. A couple things. Where was I? Talking about shows. Kicking the kids out. Yeah. No. So our last Kicking them out in the curb and it's 95 degrees outside. Oh, it's so hot today. It's brutal. It sucks out here. It's humid <laughs> as hell. I hate it. Hate it. The last show we had about our... What was the last show? Oh, yeah. The, the, I forgot it was so long ago. It was about the Night Raw Beat Nitro and the ratings. Yeah. And I was listening to it. I listened back and I was like, man, this show sucked. We sound, I sound so tired because it was like 10 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Didn't have my energy drink in me and... But I got a lot of good feedback on it. I was surprised, which is funny because sometimes I'll record a show back. I thought that was really good. And, and won't hear, I won't hear anything. I'm like, I yeah. guess people liked it, but what do you I don't right? listen to them anymore. I, I have to. I noticed. I know you do. I noticed things I do. Mm-hmm. I said, uh, a lot last week, which drove me nuts. I said, I just stopped talking a lot too, because I was just so tired. And like, sometimes I look at you and you'll just be staring at me. Like, you want me to fill the void here or what? 
Because with podcasts, you always want something, not dead air. It just drives, it drives yeah, me nuts. See, it doesn't drive me nuts. If there's like a second or two of just silence. Yeah. I don't think it drives me nuts. Let's try it. I mean, that's too much. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> that's too much. <laughs> I didn't care. <laughs> if we went 10 seconds, I think people who just think there was difficulty in that. Yeah. You're right. I did. I was cracking up again when you made me laugh about the whole Kogan white, white arm, white arm. <laughs> yeah. That made me laugh a lot. Yeah. Hopefully was, you notice it. It's a huge distraction. Every time you watch a Hogan, every match. time I watch a Hogan, mm-hmm. match. You're like, that son of a was right. Yes. Before we get into this week's show, I mentioned, I went to Columbus, Ohio. It's where my wife's family is from for this past weekend. I get it. wasn't the fourth weekend. It's the weekend before the fourth. Yeah. And there's a, a toy shop there called just for fun in Columbus. It's relatively famous, and I was like, let me go check this place out. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I told my wife, I'm like, I'm going to go spend some big money. She's like, don't. I'm like, I'm not going to unless there's a Ghostbuster trap there. Yeah. You turn around. Ghostbuster trap. Turn around. Yep. Got the Ghostbuster trap on the wall. <laughs> of course, I bought a couple wrestling things. So I go in there, and it's kind of a mess. It's kind of tight, and there's stuff everywhere. It's somewhat organized, like, by section, but you don't really know where everything is. Yeah. So when Those you are f- kind, of, kind of the best shops. Might find a little treasure. Yeah. So when I first walk in, right to the right, there's a display case, and they've got Hasbro's, LJN's, and a bunch of Mattel's. Mm-hmm. And they're behind the glass. And I look, I notice there's a Macho King, Hasbro. I'm like, okay, I need that, because Penny broke one of mine a long time ago. I've been looking to replace him. So I did. I think they wanted... He, I'm like, well, how much is this guy? He's like, he's 40. I'm like, 40? He didn't have the scepter or the crown. Yeah. He's like, oh... Uh, without the crown scepter, 10. That's a pretty big difference. (laughs) (laughs) He he thought you had sucker written on your head. I know, right? And then there's a couple, there's a bunch of LJNs. I've decided I'm going to collect LJNs only if I can find them super cheap. Under 10? Yes. There's no paint missing. And like you said, under 10. So there was a mean gene there. He was 10 bucks. And there, they had two of them. One of them, the, there's a lot of paint missing, but his microphone was intact. Mm-hmm. The one I bought, the microphone was not intact, but no paint missing. So to me, uh, I'd rather take the no paint missing. I cleaned up Mean Gene, gave him the Goo Gone bath, which is the first step with all LJNs because they're just okay. so sticky. FYI, anybody? It's grimy. Yeah, they're just, this stuff gets on. They're rubber. That's yeah. my first tip to anyone looking to grab some old LJNs. Soak them in Goo Gone, then whip, wipe them off with water. Has some old 88 freeze pop yeah. residue on it. Yeah, or, or boogers or whatever else. Spit. Th- then you take the <laughs> baby wipes, some gentle baby wipes, and just scrub the hell out of them with some elbow grease. I've heard people some use some magic erasers, but if you scrub too hard with a magic eraser, the paint will come off. So yeah. be careful with those. Then I also picked up, as I was walking around, I picked up, I had it in my hand, I didn't buy them. I had the Godfather Classic Superstars Jacks with the white coat. I was like, oh, this is cool. I can get Godfather sign it sometime. Mm-hmm. And I also picked up, it was a Shawn Michaels Jacks LJN, which is a crappy toy, but I just wanted it because it's so bad. And I was walking around a little more, and then I, I look in the case, and what do I see? The Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters trap. And That's from the, the cartoon. Yes, right? the, Kenner, the Kenner Ghostbusters trap. Yeah. And I go, does that work? He's like, let me check. He pulls it out. He pushes the button, and sure enough, it works. He let all the ghosts out. Yeah, and that's true. I was like, what are you doing? And I was a little concerned. <laughs> what are you doing? I was a little concerned because most of the time I've seen these, they don't work. Yeah. Either, either the, the the little tube that goes from the button to the trap is snapped, or somewhere it doesn't work. But I got. I, he tested it to work. They also want in the box for another 50 bucks, but the box wasn't sealed. I'm like, I don't need the box. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter to me. What are you going to do with the box? Exactly. Nothing. So I cut a deal with the guy. I bought that. I bought the figures, the Macho King, the Mean Gene, and I bought my uh, daughter, Penny, a Batman piggy bank because she's been looking for it. And now she says, feed my piggy bank to people, which uh-huh. is kind of fun. So I cut a deal with him, bought everything, 
I'm not going to tell you what. I'll tell you off air what I paid. Okay. Lauren knows, so it's not that embarrassing. But I cut a deal. It was good. I cut a deal with them. That's good. Great, a great toy shop. The I believe it was the Doing the Favor guys. They sent me a tweet that they were like, "Oh, enjoy our hometown." I'm like, "Dude, I've been here many times." So the Doing the Favor guys are a place, <laughs> a place to check out. If you're ever in Columbus, just for fun, it's right downtown. Go ahead and check it out. Well, I did pick up a toy also. Let's hear it. Is I it a wrestling toy? Wrestling. Oh. Okay. From 2013, Hot Topic had a CM Punk Funko Pop figure with the pink tights, pink boots, like Bret Hitman, Hard yeah, Homage. The, the, that one that I saw in Hot Topic over and over again, yeah. never bought, and I'm like, what the hell's wrong with me? Loved it. Okay. Oh, wait. Is that CM Punk? This was going through my head when I opened it up. I'm like, this is so awesome. When I first saw the pink tights um, before I bought it, I thought it was when he paid tribute to Randy Savage. But then the more I looked at the boots, like actually in person, I'm like, oh, those are the Hitman boots. And I looked it up, and he had done something in 2011 or 10, I think, with Hitman. So I, I love it. Did you think you got a fair price? For what it's going for, yeah. It, I got about $30 cheaper. You're than, keeping it in the box, I'm assuming? Yes. I mean, I could take it out. Would but, you ever want to get it autographed, or you want to keep it as No, is? I'm not in autographs. No? You're no. good? That's an interesting debate about, I, I want to talk to uh, someone about it, probably the fully posable guys, the, yeah. the paint pen gods, as they say, because there's certain figures that I love, that I'm like, I don't, an autograph wouldn't ruin it, but maybe I just want to keep to it To me, as it is. would ruin it. Okay, okay. Maybe, Funko Pops are a little different because the signature will cover up the entire yeah, figure. But within the Funko Pop, there's so many people that get them autographed. And okay. get them on the window, like over everything. And to me, I mean, when I first started seeing it, I thought maybe if I got like the plastic protector, I would have them sign the protector. So worst case scenario, I could take the pop out where there's no autograph. But then people are saying, oh, you can't do that. You got to get it on the on the box. I'm like, well, that's, in my opinion, I, I think maybe, it's tacky. My Young Bucks autograph two-pack looks awesome. Yeah. So it, it's, See, that's where we differ. Okay. You don't think it looked good with the autograph? You're, no. What about my... Uh, my Ric Flair Defining Moments autograph figure. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. Just Funkos. Are, it sounds like Funkos are a no-go for you. For me, yeah. Okay. You're the mm-hmm. Funko guru. <laughs> Pretty much. The Funko guru. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I think that's it then for... Well, I got the Kevin... Na- I, he sent... When I opened the box, he said, free gift on a post-it note, and it was on uh, Mystery Mini. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. You know, I never really wanted to buy a Mystery Mini because it's just like a waste of money if it's... Say I have an expectation of what I wanted and I get it and it sucks. I just feel like I would have wasted my money. So the one that I thought sucked was what I got was the Kevin Nash and he had the singlet on with no pants. And I never thought that looked right. And I can't imagine anybody from WWE that would sign off on the Yeah, that looks just like Kevin Nash. So I just did um, a little paint job, black paint, make them look like uh, leather pants. Okay. So, I mean, it looks better to me. Nice little project for yourself. Nice yeah. little fun stuff. That took cool. about 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it looks like 100 times better to me. And yeah. I posted it, and uh, I think it was, um, I'll look it up later, but two guys had mentioned, oh, this is what this person did. And they actually made, um, the logo on his chest says Kevin Nash. And they had covered that up and put Diesel, which I thought looked kind of cool. And I, I tried it on a paper plate just to do it with the black and then do white over it and it kept looking shaky to me so i'm like you know what forget it i'm just gonna try to find kevin nash in this singlet with the logo and if, yeah. it's, if it's legit it's legit so i found a picture i'm like i'm fine with it <laughs> <laughs> good because it, it's something he's hit but he's had before big sexy no it just said kevin nash just kevin nash okay yeah. okay so this week's show is going to be talking about our favorite title changes mm-hmm. 
and we all have some we both have some honorable mentions then we have our top five each which we'll which we'll get into the criteria for this for me at least was ones that had an impact on me or ones that I still remember. Not necessarily the biggest in like scope of wrestling history. Yeah. Obviously Hogan beating Iron Sheik is probably going to be number one for the best of all time. But these are just for me personally. What about you? What criteria did you use? Just like a same thing? Well, there's some that we've talked about that I didn't want to put in my top five and talk about again. So they're kind of in my honorable mentions. So I picked five that I would also kind of throw in there. But then I went back and watched some... uh, setup stuff like yeah previous superstar yeah Yeah. build-ups to us uh previous pay-per-views because you know in our day like 80s late 80s early 90s there was about a year build or six month build that just had like this awesome payoff because so much time went into it where these days it's you know month to month or two to three months and then it's just like just so watered down that's that's with tv being on every week and the the top stars like hogan didn't wrestle on superstars ever so i mean we've had this whole conversation before which i think still makes it special for me for sure. And what's interesting is when you talk about this this build to like this final match. Yeah. I don't know how long if you knew this, but I never never knew this growing up is you know, the main event of WrestleMania seven is Hogan versus Slaughter. Yeah. They're doing house show matches constantly. Like up leading until up. WrestleMania. Yeah, like, so they're ready for the pay per view. I never knew it. Like, I didn't I'm either. Thinking, it's crazy to me. Like, oh my God, people got to see this? You know, it's nuts to me. Yeah. Well I remember one they were doing house shows of Hogan Flair and I guess they just kind of yeah just fell flat and they're like we can't do this <laughs> but I, I think it should have been we talked about that in wrestlemania 8 show yeah i think i think that a big debate was should hogan have ended it or should have macho man versus flair ended it mm-hmm. I, I will die on my sword of macho flair should have ended okay. that show so before we get in our list our honorable mentions and stuff i put this out to twitter and there's <clears> a lot of positive responses to it and one of the more common react or i guess responses was Bret Hart over Mr. Perfect at SummerSlam 91. Mm-hmm. A bunch of people sent that to me. I think Rad Chad was one of the first. Yeah. He said SummerSlam. He said Bret had arrived. And to me, I thought Bret arrived when he beat Piper. That's when I thought. He, like he, I, I took him seriously. He's like a singles yeah, guy. I would say so too. What else do we got here? Well, one from you. Well, we'll wait on you. <laughs> DJ Reddy <laughs> says the Mountie beating Roddy Roddy Piper, which is just hilarious. And then Jordan, uh, JM Rubes. These are some good ones. Uh, Punk winning the championship at Survivor Series 2011. Okay. And Michaels winning the world heavyweight title at Survivor Series 02. And Brock winning the undisputed championship at SummerSlam 02. He was actually there for those. That's just a pretty, okay. pretty damn impressive list. Uh, Jeff Springer says at M underscore Jeff 90. Diesel beating Bob Backlund at MSG. Raven at wins King of the Mountain Slammiversary 05. He's probably the only person in the world that puts that in their top list, but good for him. Brett versus Yoko at Mania 10, Austin beating HBK at Mania 14, and Homicide beating Brian Danielson at Final Battle 06. I like the obscure ones. Yeah. He was there for Backlund versus Diesel. All right. How huge would that have been? Yeah. I was going to put Awesome Kong and Gail Kim because I thought those those they had amazing matches, but there was no real title change. Mm-hmm. Like Kong never beat Gail for it. Gail never beat Kong for it. So it's just like either one retained or the other retained. Yeah. Uh, another one, Prince Harry of Brooklyn says... Kofi Kingston win the title. Uh, KP in DC also says that's one of his. Mm-hmm. Some of these are also on our list, so I'm kind of skipping over them. Uh, Andre beating Hogan, which is didn't which happened, but it was like the yeah. twin referee thing. So good at that. What else do we got here? Another Bret Hart versus Perfect stuff. MSG blow. Was that 89? The what? the two referees, Hogan, Andre, or 88? 88. Okay. Uh, Jericho beating Triple H on Raw from a quick count. That was a great one. And when Ted bought the belt from Andre the Giant, Kerry Von Erich won the NWA title. 
Uh, Eddie Guerrero beating Brock Lesnar. That was a good match. That was Flair. um, At Cowboy Stadium. Yeah. Yep. Eddie Guerrero winning, beating Brock Lesnar was another good one from someone that it was uh, Downey and then a long underscore. Mm Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan beating John Cena was one from at the voices me. Yeah. And I said that was a real good match. It was SummerSlam. Yes. SummerSlam 13, an amazing SummerSlam show from top to bottom. It's got the punk versus Lesnar match. Uh, This is one. A chair shot says Larry Zabisco winning the Western States heritage championship from Barry Windham. (laughs) All right. I like it. I mean, we, we, we giggle, giggle, but we all, we've got our, that's like this guy's heyday. And that was our heydays. Yeah. Mid nineties, you know, they're giggling at us. They are like, don't these kids know anything? And here's one that's on my honorable mentions. I'll say, name it now. Luger beating Hogan on Nitro for the title. I just uh, heard a podcast that talked about that, and I don't remember that, so I kind of wanted to go back and watch Did it. Did you watch it? No, I forgot oh, I'll go it. back and watch it. <laughs> I will. The crowd goes nuts. And for, it's, for, he beats it with the torture rack. My favorite yeah. probably finishing move ever. I love the torture rack. Everyone's getting tortured. As they were talking about it, I remember seeing it. Was It on, It was on Nitro, right? Yeah. The Thunder. It was on Nitro. It was okay. the one right before uh, Hog Wild. Okay. I believe because Hogan wins it back the next yeah. pay-per-view or whatever it was. I'll have to look it up. My WCW like knowledge isn't as great as my WWF knowledge, mm-hmm. but yes, it's on Nitro, so go check that out. Yeah. And what else is another one here? Uh, KO losing the Universal title versus Goldberg. This guy liked that. This uh, superstar Sean was a big fan of that. So lots of good stuff there. Let's get started. Give me some of your honorable mentions and why, if you want, whatever you want to talk about with them. Well, a couple of mine I just had because I was, I was just so, I don't know, I was just got super pumped and excited. Like at the end of that, I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe yeah. it. Um, Punk cashing in on Edge. That's when Edge had beaten Batista with La Familia. Yeah. I think it was. It was on Raw, right? Yeah, it was on Raw or the pay per view. The the cash before. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it right now, but whatever. And Edge had got drafted to Raw, so Batista couldn't get his rematch for the World Heavyweight title. Batista comes out, kicks the shit out of Edge. Totally taking his time going up the ramp. As soon as Batista's almost up the ramp, um, CM Punk's old music hits. Kill switch. Kill switch. And I'm like, oh my. I was watching this, and I stood up. I'm like, holy, you know. I'm yeah. Like, I can't believe this is happening. And Punk r- comes running down, because I, I mentioned this before. It's just, he just seemed anti-anything that WWE would get behind. But then it's like, they signed him, right? And they put him in this position. So, I don't know. I just was kind of a, a dope for it. <laughs> so, I'm watching him come out. I'm like, I can't believe this. I can't believe this. He, he picks him up. He's cashing in. He's telling the guy to ring the bell. I'm like, you're wasting too much time. He's, he's not going to win it. He's, he's not going to win it. He puts him up in the GTS. Bam. Edge takes this GTS like a champ. He Mm -hmm. hits it and just like, just drops. Like he's actually knocked out. I'm like, and he goes one, two, three. And I was just going nuts. Yeah. (laughs) Like this is amazing. (laughs) This one was great because I was watching Raw at my buddy's house. Yeah. The opening segment happens. You know, Batista beats up Edge. We turn the channel because we figure it's going to commercial before the cash happens. Come back. We we missed it. We missed the oh. cash in, but luckily Rob replays everything six hundred times. But still, yeah. it was it was yeah. pretty great. Pretty I mean, good. I got a little goosebumps right now talking about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, look at you loving that CM Punk stuff. Uh, another uh, one of my honorable mentions, and this is going to be from nineteen ninety eight. Stone Cold Steve Austin in a rematch from King of the Ring ninety eight. First Blood versus Kane. Okay, Austin wins the title back. Kane was a badass then. He was, and it was shocking that he won the title, and it was shocking that Austin won the title back. I figured, even as a kid, I kind of figured the pattern out a little bit, mm-hmm. where I figured they would do like a screwy job finish here at Raw, and then Austin would win the title back, 
at the next pay-per-view from from Kane. Yeah. But he won it on Raw. He won the title back. And I remember before Raw started, there's a big celebration. You know, and Austin goes up to Kane. He's like, I'm asking you, are you going to be a man and give me a title shot? Uh-huh. And Kane just nods at him. And everything. Yeah. Oh, this is happening. Oh, my God. Because Kane didn't talk yet. No, he didn't have a voice box or anything yet. Mm-mm. That was, a, And again, when he won, I'm jumping all over the place, probably like you were as a grown man, except yeah. I was a kid. I was in eighth grade. What's your excuse? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm old, and I love wrestling. I like it. I just, I just love, like, those exciting moments. Yeah. Um, one of my favorites, I mean, to this day, you know, I'll still watch replays of that video of when the Hardys, like, came in and they were announced to be the fourth team at WrestleMania yeah. 33. Yeah. Because it was the bar, the club, and... Enzo and Cass. Enzo and Cass. I forgot about them already. They were going to win the titles that night. It was all about Enzo and Cass. It was. I mean, if it was going to be their time, it was It was that night. Yeah. And just New Day being the host of it, they come out. They're like, we're going to add a fourth member. And a lot of people was like, I mean, I kind of knew what was going to go was on. There was rumors that the Hardys were going to be there. But then... But nobody I, knew for sure. Also, because if you remember, a couple things, I don't know if you know this, uh, at the hotel that day... Yeah. Matt and Jeff were like leaving with all their bags outside of their grass. And Jeff's like, oh, I just can't wait. Because everyone's like, oh, we're here at WrestleMania. And Jeff was telling fans, you know, maybe, you know, sometime down the line, but we're just exhausted. We're going yeah. home. So the one big clue that I had was when they were leaving their hotel, someone had taken a picture of a, of a black car sitting outside the hotel with uh-huh. the WWE logo on, on the okay. thing. And I'm like, well, that's that's a big clue right there. Yeah. Well, also, Matt tweeted a picture from the airport of all the Hardys at the airport, but it wasn't then saying, yeah. saying goodbye, Orlando, you were glorious or wonderful. Right. And I love on the WWE 24 about WrestleMania 33, mm-hmm. they're showing all the people in the crowd, and one kid is like standing up, and he, and he turns to his friend, he yeah. mouths, it's the new day. But then when the Hardys music hit, everyone yeah. loses. Well, he says it's the new day. Up. Like, oh, this is predictable. Yeah, <laughs> it's like this is gonna suck. <laughs> yeah, everybody lost their yeah. mind. Like Kofi starts to take his vest off, and I'm like, oh, this is dumb. Then Did I hear his music hit, and I was a huge delete Matt Hardy guy. Uh-huh. Like I, I just loved it. When everybody said it was lame, it was stupid, and they didn't get it. Like I just thought it was fun and just goofy as hell, mm-hmm. and I was so excited. I loved it. And the music comes they in. Won. Jeff comes bouncing out doing his dance. And, do, 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 yeah, do, do, so and, and then he like, does the big flip, front flip from the ladder to the floor yeah. through a table. And it's just like Hardy's all over again. And, and the thing that like impressed me the most, that was Sunday, Saturday, they had done that Ring of Honor show where yep. they're flipping and diving and taking just crash, burn, crash and burn stuff. I guess the Young Bucks, yep. Yeah. That, that was my other one. It's an honorable mention. Like, it probably should be top five, but, I mean, there's so many great show title good changes. List. Another quick one. This is a more current one. When AJ mm-hmm. beat Ginger Mahal right before Survivor yeah. Series for the title on SmackDown, that was pretty great. Crowd okay. went nuts. That was in the UK, too. Another honorable mention for me, really quick, is when The Shield, all three of them won the title in one night. Cause all, oh, yeah. So Roman was the champ. Seth beat him, and Dean Ambrose cashed in on yeah, him. That was, that was pretty fun. cool. What's another honorable mention you got? I got uh, Warrior Beats Honky Tonk Man in like under a minute. No. I thought, I thought that was Were you awesome. watching that at the time? Or no, no, no. I just had went, went back. back and because I started getting in the Ultimate Warrior, I'm like, well, you know, how did he become like as popular as he is? So just going back and watching it. And Honky Tonk had been a, a champ for so long. Yeah. Just to have Warrior come out and he just looks like so lost. He doesn't look coordinated. <laughs> and he just comes out and just brutalizes Honky Tonk, clothesline, slams, you know, and the, and the big old press slam and the, and the body splash. And mm-hmm. it's over. And the yeah. crowd is going crazy. Yeah. This is we we've talked about this in the show before. Crowds were different back then. They yeah. were, right now, it takes a lot to get the crowd to go nuts. Like yeah. when Moxley came at 
uh, double or nothing mm-hmm. or when the when the Hardys came. It's you gotta you gotta bring it if you want this right. crowd to go nuts. Yeah. Another one I have is Rob Van Dam over Cena at One Night Stand. Okay. ECW. If you want to go back and watch this, I encourage everyone. It's on the network. I get it. Find the DVD version because there's so many uncensored chants on the DVD version that do not make the network version. So anytime in the network version you just hear EC dub, EC dub during the match, mm-hmm. they're saying something like Cena swallows or yeah. F U C like stuff like that. Okay. So it's it makes it that much better. So the DVD's like five bucks on Amazon. Buy the DVD version one eight stand six. It's worth there it. There you go. What's another one you got? Um, I hesitated to put this on my top five, but I bumped it for another match that we'll talk about later was Becky over Flair at Hell in a Cell 18. I really liked this because I felt Becky was getting the shaft for so long from Charlotte. Okay. And so she started getting her little chip on her shoulder before she became the man. And when she beat Charlotte for this title, Charlotte, you know, wanted to take, in my, a lot of people's opinions was take the spotlight from her, right? She's like, oh, I just want to, you know, congratulate you. And Becky just looks her in the face. She's like, you're not taking this mm-hmm. away from me. And just like turns her back on her walks away. Yeah, this is my moment. Yeah. When she's the band. Next, other, another honorable mention, another recent one. The Bailey Cash in this last Money in the Bank. You like that? I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Like I, cause one, I wasn't expecting it. Okay. I thought they're gonna try to do something stupid like a Bailey heel turn, and she was gonna mm-hmm. cash in on Becky. But oh, I was awesome. And the crowd. Well, I do. Went, I do like Becky with an. Ad, I mean uh, Bailey with an attitude. Yeah, like not full gonna, heel. Just you know enough right. to you know just say just just get fed up and stand up for yourself like everyone was saying for the past year oh they they've ruined bailey she can never recover sure she one can. night she was back yeah. one night and now yeah. she's the champ and and it's awesome i love yeah. it i love love it and we'll do a uh what's i've got i think when we get into our top five we'll yeah. break it down a little bit better but a couple more i guess close these so these next ones were close to making it to my top five very okay. close one I already mentioned was Hogan losing to Lex Luger on that Nitro, mm-hmm. where they get some in the torture rack and everybody goes nuts. Yeah. Another one would be Undertaker beating Hulk Hogan, Survivor Series 91. Okay. I was watching this live, and I remember we have talked about this. I think we did a Survivor Series show or something a while back, but yeah. I was watching it with my dad, and Hogan lost. And I really liked The Undertaker at the time. Like I thought he was, even as a kid, like, I thought he was cool because mm-hmm. he was different. Yeah. And Hogan lost because Flair cheated because he put the chair in the tombstone. And my dad goes, I remember this. He's like, oh, I don't, I don't know about that. I don't like that. <laughs> and I go, he's like, what do you think? I'm like, I'm like, well, it's fine. I like Taker. I like the Undertaker. It's okay. Yeah. And I, like he meant he didn't, he didn't know about that because they used chairs. Yeah, that they that he cheated. That Hogan okay. lost like that. Yeah. And I'm sure he's got a couple more lights in him or whatever in '91. It's day Probably before things. Messing with you. Day like, before things. Day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Just have conversations. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. But he sat through that show, so that was one for me. Another close one that almost made it was Shawn Michaels over Bret Hart WrestleMania 12. Mm-hmm. This is one where when we were watching it at my buddy's house, it was me, my buddy Eric, and our friend Pat. He had ordered it on pay-per-view. It was a big deal for us to watch it live. His mom ordered it for us. And our friend Pat didn't watch wrestling. So he was like, oh, I want Bret Hart to win. We're like, oh, you're so stupid. Why would you want Bret Hart to win? Yeah. In retrospect, they're both great. But at the time, Michaels was the new the new cool guy. And mm-hmm. when, he, when, when it went to overtime, I thought, oh, wow, they're just going to have Bret win. Like I was disappointed that Michaels wasn't going to win. Yeah. They, but then he had the super kick. And he hit, if you remember, he hit two. The first one, they both fall down. I'm thinking, cover him, cover him. But then he didn't, and he hit the mm-hmm. mega super kick, got the one, two, three. And then my last one, 
that came very, very close to being, well, actually, well, there's two that came very close to being in my top five. Number, I guess, seven, we'll say, is Bill Goldberg over Hulk Hogan on Nitro mm-hmm. wins the title. Again, because Hogan just didn't lose. You figured they'd screw him or something. And I remember Bobby Heenan's commentary was great. He hit the spear. He's like, all right, that's part one. Pick him up. Pick him up. Pick him up. And then Tony Schiavone, when he hits the jacker, he's going, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and the crowd's going nuts. And the Georgia yeah. Dome, one, two, three. Just amazing stuff. Amazing Hanging stuff. from the rafters. And the Georgia Dome? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that how excited they were? Yes. Another one. What's your last one? Number six, Brett is going to be Hulk Hogan over Bret Hart. Oh, get out of here. This, is, o- this is over. I love that. Stop the podcast. No way. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> no way. Hogan over Brett. Yeah. All right. What are your honorables? I'm done. I'm ready to get into it. Okay, let's start with your number. Let's start with <laughs> Eric's number five. Number five. I'm going to go with... Hollywood Hogan versus Sting, Starcade 97. We've mentioned this before, so I'm not going to go totally into it. I just remember watching this at a buddy's house. And just the... The the hype is amazing. The huge and the hype of NWO and Sting. Sting's been pretty much gnawing at NWO, but never really getting, like, getting revenge. Mm-hmm. So it's just little by little. Sting is, is just everybody's favorite. WCW's, you know, favorite guy you know, to take out uh, NWO. So it comes down to Hogan, Sting, Star K97, watch it at a friend's house. And I don't care how many botches there were and, and runarounds and things that did, didn't go right. When we were watching it, I didn't notice any of that. I just wanted Sting to win and Bret Hart coming out and, and overturning the decision. and all, Just everything was amazing in that match. I loved it. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even notice that Sting didn't have a tan, that he was out of shape. <laughs> Didn't notice any of that. <laughs> he needed the tan. Hogan could have helped him with that tan. He could have. Keep your arms down, brother. <laughs> Keep your arms down, brother. Yeah. Even when you, I don't know if we talked about this. We did the Starcade show, but when the screwy finish happened, were you guys like, "What the hell?" Or you didn't care because Sting won. I didn't care as long as Sting won. You were fine. I, I didn't notice the the the, the fast count. I mean, there's so much things in hindsight looking at it again. Like, oh, that's wrong. Why? You know, this is that. What's that? And I don't know. I just we didn't pick it apart. We should ask Bischoff about it at Starcast last year when you had him sign the boot. Yeah, we're coming up on Starcast again. You gonna go again? <laughs> of course, I'll go again. Maybe we'll go to Olive Garden see if JJ Dillon's yeah, lost. Yeah, that's they, what we'll do. So far, I'm hoping the talent announcement comes out a little bit faster. Yeah, the only guy I, that I want to meet now that I haven't met yet is Jimmy Hart. Okay, I think it'd be cool to meet the mouth of the South. I love Jimmy Hart. Yeah. Call you baby. Oh, baby. And daddy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've got that Legends House picture, Hacksaw's. I remember getting signed hey, that too. I have them both sign it because two of you those guys. Get them before they go. Well, Mean Gene's dead. Piper's dead. So <laughs> I'll sign it for you. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you a nice forged signature. Appreciate that. That's a good one. I like that. The Sting one because it's like my Hogan beating Brett. Not everyone yeah. likes it, but you're going to stick with it. You're going to stick with it. You're going to stick with it. Well, I'm sure more people like Sting beating Hogan than no. Hogan beating no. Brett. No. All right. What's your number five? Seth Rollins cashes in WrestleMania 31 oh, on Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Yeah, I love that one so much. I was watching this WrestleMania live because it was relatively recent, mm-hmm. obviously, and we have a, we had buddies over and. We're watching the match and the Lesnar Reigns match. If you remember, everyone was pissed about it because no one wanted Reigns when everyone was sick of it. I thought it was a good match. Though. It was. They built up and they built up, and everyone's just waiting for this finish to happen. They're booing like, yeah. "Let's get it out of here." And I don't know about you, but I completely 
forgot. I about forgot about Rollins. it too. I was that wasn't in my yeah. mind at all because he had wrestled Orton earlier in the day, and like six hours earlier. Yeah, and he it's lost. Like he totally forgot about him. Yeah, he lost, and it, he wasn't teasing a cash in at yeah. all. Like now they're always teasing it, and they're both down. Lesnar and Reigns are down, and all of a sudden Rollins' music hits. Yeah, and he's running down the ramp. I'm surprised he didn't fall. Yeah, and there's like that iconic shot of him with the briefcase. And we're all watching. We're like, oh, my God, yeah. oh, my God. He's cashing in. I was, oh, my God. He's cashing in. Everyone's going nuts. He hits the curb stomp. And then, uh, what's his name? Lesnar spears Reigns. And all, or Reigns spears yeah. Lesnar. So Lesnar goes out. Curb stomp on Reigns. One, two, three. Place yeah. erupts. Place went nuts. Rollins is swinging the belt on the top of the ramp. <laughs> me he my, hightails it out of there, gets back to the hell ramp. Hell yeah, he does. Just me, to get his uh, WrestleMania me, photo. My <laughs> friends and I are all watching the show, right, going nuts. My buddy who was over, like every year for WrestleMania, usually someone will come over that doesn't really watch. Yeah. And, he, and he, he's, we're watching. He goes, what the hell just happened? <laughs> he's like, who's that guy? Why is he the champion now? Oh, man. It's amazing. And there's a there's a funny comedian joke uh, about this where he was talking about about how he loves wrestling and yeah. his friends are always like, oh, man, you got to watch the NBA. You know, wrestling's predetermined. you got to watch the NBA. He goes, what do you mean? He's like, NBA is predetermined. I know who's going to be in the finals every year. It's going to be the mm-hmm. Warriors or the Cavs. He goes, you know who won the title in the main event at WrestleMania 31? A guy <laughs> not in the match. Yeah. So, like, that's awesome, awesome. Awesome stuff. Yes. Yeah. That's my number five. Rollins, cash in. Nice. Making the triple threat. That's going to be moment. a nice top ten. Yeah. My five, your five. Yeah. Number four for Eric. Uh, I got a Hogan and Ultimate Warrior. I had of course watched you have this. Hogan losing, you jerk. Oh, my God. I, this you, this okay. is to me. I'll let you talk. I was watching it at my friend's house. He was a huge Hogan guy. Like he loved Hogan. Had yeah. the Hogan uh, um, wrestling buddy. Had sure. his little Hulkamania T-shirt. Like he was all about Hogan. And maybe that's why I didn't like it because I just th- saw so many people liking Hogan. I'm like, I like Ultimate Warrior. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go against Hogan. I'm go- I go against the grain, my friends. <laughs> so I I just loved how it was just back and forth, like just two bulls going at it, like knocking each other, and then the other one coming back. And so when you were watching this show, did you fully expect Warrior to win, or you no? I was Hogan just expecting to Hogan to win. Okay, and then Hogan hits the leg drop, and I just figured, oh, it's over, and Warrior kicks out. Yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> what is about to happen? Uh-huh. And just the ending of it, and Warrior hits the big splash, and it's like the one, two, three. Well, Hogan the- misses the leg drop, and then Warrior splashes okay, into the yeah. one, two, three. His poor ass. <laughs> he dropped. He's like, oh, <laughs> he drops it any other time and, and hits it. It's uh, like nothing's wrong with him. But I, I just love the. I don't know. I loved it. So you're watching at a buddy's house live yeah. on pay per view. There was other people che- cheering for Warrior. But too, even but so, your nice friend invites you guys over. Yeah. And you ruin his time by cheering for the Warrior. And what then, do you want me to do? Cheer Hogan with him, or like, oh, I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah, but you were probably, you know, in your face. What's was this guy's name? <laughs> his name was Dan. In your face, Dan. You still That's talk right. to Dan? No. You know what he's up to? Not really. No. I mean, we we reconnected about after fifteen years and hung out for about a year and and he's like, went our separate ways. I remember this guy. He's the guy that ruined my party. <laughs> it's probably his birthday that no. day too, wasn't it? Birthday party no. you ruined. It was, it was his birthday. Yes, WrestleMania. I I remember just starting to watch right after WrestleMania six. Yeah. So I don't really remember watching it live. I definitely remember renting mm-hmm. the tape and things like that. I just remember the fans like it just along with me felt like warrior it's like everybody's going crazy there's fireworks new era but it wasn't a new era yeah were you i mad? liked it because i to, up until that point like hogan just never lost he did not did you like the handshake post-match okay both good guys it was okay yeah, Would yeah you, i was fine with it it's there is an icon- honorable it is but there's <laughs> an iconic image of warrior raising both titles the yellow ic strap yeah, title and right. the 
Wing Dingle. So title. I wasn't sure how that would play out. Like, would he keep both titles? But then, you know, later Jack Tunney stripped him from it. I hate Jack Tunney. Jack Tunney. Hello, Howard. Thank you, Howard. That's how he talks. Okay. And here is, is my decree. Or the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> my decree. He would decree stuff all the time. And this is on the our Vantage Point podcast. They're currently doing the best and the worst IC champs of all time. Mm-hmm. And I and again, I was barely watching at the time, so I don't remember how Mister Perfect got the title from Warrior because Warrior just had it stripped. Like yeah. Jack Tony, like I decree that no longer can we have a both an Intercontinental Champion and the World Champion. So there will be a tournament for the Intercontinental Championship, yeah. including on superstars. And then Mr. Perfect beat Tito Santana in the finals to become the IC champ. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Now you know. You got what's your four? Number four. Actually. Number four. I don't know if we can count this, but we're going to. This is Chris Jericho is not the world champion over Triple H on Raw. Okay. I'm going to count it. Because it, it was a title change for a minute. Go for it. I was watching in the basement. The time. Defend it. Okay. So Triple H is the champion. Yeah. Chris Jericho's challenger. Challenger. But this was during the time during the Triple H power trip. And he's got Earl Hebner. He's bullying Earl Hebner around, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a world championship match between Jericho and Triple H on Raw for the title. Triple H pushes down Hebner in the match because they're arguing about something. So he shoves him. Jericho does a spinning back kick, hits the lion salt. Hebner does a fast count. One, two, three. The place blew up. I was in my basement going, yes, like fist pumping because I hated Triple H at the yeah. time. Hated him. And I loved, loved Jericho. So Jericho was the champion for like an hour. Triple H ended up making the decision reverse later in the oh, night. He made man. Earl reverse it, but I loved it. And like I, everybody blew up. I know I did. Yeah. I was loving it. And that's, again, we might not count that. If we're not going to count that, I'll put Brett or Sean over Brett in that spot. Okay. But if we're going to allow that. I'll allow it. You'll allow I'll it? I'll allow it. Do, <laughs> Is that your decree? That's my gavel. That's your pound <laughs> this cheap table we, we record on? Order. Order. I'll, I'll allow it. You'll allow it. Yeah, it, it was awesome. It was awesome, that moment for sure. And it's still something I watch. I look back because I like looking in the crowd, like mm-hmm. seeing everybody just jump up out of their seat and like lost their mind like I did. It was awesome. Yeah, Again, awesome. not a huge record-shattering time in wrestling history, but for me personally, an awesome title change. That's my number four. All right. Number three. I'm going to go with SummerSlam 90, Demolition versus the Hart Foundation. Demolition's the champs. This is two out of three falls. Amazing matchup. Yeah. So after WrestleMania 6, I remember the Hart Foundation had challenged, oh, we're going to you know take on the winner between the Colossal Connection and Dem- Demolition. So it was going to be Demolition they were going to go against. The Rockers later on decided they wanted to be part of it, so there's a little back and forth mm-hmm. with that. Um I'm trying to figure out what I was doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Saturday night's main event. I don't know. They had a match between the Rockers and Heart Foundation. Demolition comes out, and it, it, they get there's a double DQ. So and anyway, we get to this SummerSlam match, and it's just two out of three. They've already introduced Crush as the third member. Yeah, of, uh, which Demolition. I, every, no one liked Crush. No. So they had to uh, had to go by the Freebird rules. So at this time, it was Crush and Smash going against Heart Foundation. Yeah. Demolition gets the first pinfall with a lot of distractions and all that kind of stuff. And through the melee of the second fall, I think Axe comes running down, slides under the ring, and then they start doing the switcheroo. And everybody's like, this isn't fair. Um, Heart Foundation ends up getting the second. No, I'm sorry. Demolition gets DQ'd because Heart Foundation's going for the pin. Crush comes in, beats up the referee. So that's how Heart Foundation gets their second pinfall. And then the third one is... 
Legion of Doom comes out. They pull yeah, somebody out from. I forgot all about that. I forgot LOD was involved in this. Yeah, they right? come out, and then I think there was another team that came out. No, it was just Legion of Doom. So through the the middle of all this, they're all fighting on the outside. I remember Smash. He's out there. He's like, "You son of a bitch!" <laughs> they're either Hawk or Animal. They kind yeah. of expose that. Hey, there's three people here. Yeah, they're swapping out, and yeah. it's not fair. And I remember Axe had gone into the ring too, and somebody's like, "Oh, he's fresh!" <laughs> like, of course he's fresh. He's he's hiding under the ring. He's fresh. And I think it was Roddy and Vince were on commentary, and he's like, "That's that that looks like Crush." I think Vince said that. Yeah. It looks nothing like Crush. Crush is like seven feet tall, <laughs> 300 pounds. And a Axe, mullet. Axe is like a midget. Um, but yeah, it, through the whole distraction of this, and I, this, the part of the story that I liked is I didn't like Crush. I don't think anybody liked Crush, no, right? But, but, we, but we all like Kona Crush. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But they kept saying how he's inexperienced, how he's inexperienced. So he was kind of part of the reason they lost. He uh-huh. got DQ'd for the second one. He got pinned for the last one. But uh, Nightheart jumps over the top rope with the shoulder block, knocks him out, gets the pin, and the crowd just goes crazy. And those are two of my favorite, two of my favorite tag teams before Crush came out. Yes. So that's my number three. You know, there's a great ma- it, the the moment itself is is awesome, but the yeah. match is great. It's a great match. I encourage people to go back to watch it. It's not really a hidden gem anymore because a lot of people know about it. But for okay. the longest time, it was oh, have you seen this match? It's okay. it's awesome. And also the same thing the year before the Harp Foundation versus the Brainbusters yeah. opening match SummerSlam was an amazing mm-hmm. back to back good SummerSlams. My number three is going to be another cash in. Uh oh. The night it was the night after WrestleMania twenty nine. Del Rio versus Jack Swagger yeah. rematch WrestleMania. Dolph's mm-hmm. got the briefcase. People wanted him to cash in the night before at Mania. Yeah. He had it for the longest time. He had it at the. You know, uh, Money in the Bank was in there June or July. It's now yeah. April. It's coming up on a year. Right. When are you going to cash in, Dolph? Briefcase yeah. all busted up. Del Rio, an- his ankle hurts after the match. He's in the corner holding his leg down, you know. And everyone's kind of buzzing, like, come on, Ziggler, Ziggler. All of a sudden, I'm here to show the world. Oh he comes God, out yeah. with Big E and AJ, yeah. and I'm watching it. I was huge. Yes, Dolph. everyone was into Dolph. Like, this was like his peak, and then yeah. he got a concussion and had to, his momentum yeah. was killed. This is the peak. And I hated Del Rio. Oh, yeah. Hated. Still do. Yeah. I still don't like Del Rio. Right. Calls everyone a paro. Everybody hates <laughs> Del Rio. Place is like buzzing, and I'm watching it on my couch. I didn't I didn't want to move because I'm, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, they're going to screw this up. He's going to lose. He's going to lose. Yeah. He's going to lose. He's going to lose. He's going to cash in and lose. So he comes in, cashes in right now, hits the famouser. Del Rio kicks out. He's like, what the hell? Yeah. So I was then, on the edge of my seat. So then he throws him into the corner. Ziggler misses the big splash, hits his head in the post. Mm. Del Rio gets the cross arm breaker. And everyone's like, oh, people are booing. Like, like, we cannot believe you're going to do this to yeah. us. He hits his hurt ankle, breaks it, hits the zigzag. One, two, three. The place explodes. Like, goes, place goes nuts. bananas. I was just like pumping my fist at home. Yeah. And... I had just drove back from Jersey the, that night before to, to get home, and I'm watching this, and I love if you watch it. It's kind of hard to see, but next time you guys watch this, like, cash in on the network or YouTube mm-hmm. or whatever, the wide shot of the crowd, look in the upper deck. There's someone running up and down the stairs with their <laughs> arms out in the air. They are so excited. Yeah, Everyone loves it. It's just an amazing cash in moment. And regardless of what happens with Ziggler's career, if he's done, if he's winding down, yeah. if, if he's going to kind of stay where he is, he'll always have that. Yeah, And to me... That's up. Uh, I don't. I don't know when the next. I'm sure one will top it in the future. But that's the top money in the bank cash in of all time. Okay. To me, and I don't. I don't see one 
topping yeah. it. You know, it's awesome. He was such lightning in the bottle that year, and it was just like I'm glad they gave him that moment. But then, just to kind of recreate it later, it's just not the same anymore. Like when he was going through that stuff with uh, the Miz for the Intercontinental Title back and forth. Like yeah. I think they were trying to like push him again, but it just wasn't there. They had good matches, it just yeah. wasn't there. And like and he then, had a good uh, few with, with Ambrose for the title, but then yeah. they had a kind of a lackluster match at SummerSlam, yeah. and it kind of died off. I don't know if you remember if you saw SmackDown, but he had to get team with uh, Kevin Owens. Yeah, and Kevin Owens comes out. He's like, "Oh, what are you gonna?" Because Kevin Owens is in the rings. Uh, Ziggler's music comes out. He's like, "Oh, shut up! We know you deserve. You know, we know it should have been you. We know it should have been you. It should have been you eight years ago. Shut up and get over it." I'm like, "He's right. <laughs> get over it." <laughs> but that, at that time, that was amazing. Loved it. What's your number two? My number two, I'm going to give it to Starcade '93. Big Van Vader Ooh. versus Ric Flair. The title versus career. And we had gone over this before. I think so. Where we do the whole build up and Mean Gene in his house. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. And he's like, I don't know. He's like, what am I going to do? And blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Mean Gene the porch. Say bye to your family, Rick. We got to go. <laughs> Say goodbye to your family. <laughs> but just that match. It was long, but I liked how just impossible it seemed to beat Vader. Because yeah. Vader was a beast. Like, he would just. He's it, the it, Mastodon, it looked, as Vince called. He's a Mastodon. And just the idea that he came from Japan. Like, I just knew Japan people, like, really hit harder at least that's what i thought i still think that they hit a lot harder like for real sometimes and just just the way he would hit those clubbing blows in in the corner just like bouncing the (laughs) big old meat (laughs) off your head and i love vader when he hit vader 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 (laughs) is that what he was saying that's what i assume he was saying that's what i'm gonna pretend he was saying and Towards the end, like Ric Flair, I just love when people get so fired up and they're good guys and they just got to make this like impossible comeback and they just just snap. Yeah, Rick was this is he just goes off. He's hitting Vader with chairs. He's uh-huh. throwing them into the post. He's beating the shit out of. He's punching him in the face, knocking him down, and. Just the ending, I thought was kind of sloppy. But I mean, how else are you going to beat Vader you with a roll kinda, up? You just kind of um, Vader's not going to tap to the figure four. No, he's not. You're not even going to get him in the figure four. You clip him from behind. You take out his leg, and you're. <laughs> you kind of Were you watching up. WCW at the time of this at all? Because I wasn't. I was. I didn't see this live. But uh-huh. You weren't going to order WCW pay per view. No. Would no. you remember the build? Because he's this is Rick relative, not relative, but he he was just he was left almost w- on his way out. Yeah, well, he just left WWF. Yeah. To get to get to WCW, at the and they time. had already moved on past him, so they had already yeah. built, put their thing behind. Um, you know, Vader. Yeah. And I think Cactus Jack was there and yeah. Sting and yeah. Wyndham and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's it's one I look back on. It's an old school match that I encourage yeah. people to watch. Yeah, that's my number two. My number two. This was a debate. Number two. Also involves Ric Flair, <gasps> ironically. Oh. This is going to be Macho Man Randy Savage versus Ric Flair, WrestleMania 8. Oh, I thought you were going to say a Royal Rumble where he won. No, but that would have been a... But that, <laughs> was that a title change or a crowning thing? Because that was a title change from vacant to Flair. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Right, this so is the match savage. that should have closed WrestleMania 8, yeah. the build to it. And when I was watching at the time, I just assumed that Flair was going to win and we were going to get to Hogan Flair later down the line for the okay. title. So when Macho won, it blew my mind because I was a big Macho Man fan. Yeah, me too. I didn't really move on past Hogan, but he was just he was kind of gone or half there and he was saying he was going to retire. Yeah. So I'm looking for my new guy. And I mentioned before my new guy was going to be Bret Hart. But Macho was that still that warm, safe feeling as a right. fan yep. and the match is great macho i loved how he won by pulling the trunks and bobby he grabbed the trunks he yeah. grabbed the trunks they're screaming and all that stuff the build it's just amazing macho man starts the match yeah. off doesn't 
take it all in the Hoosier Dome. He runs down the he aisle. He's a great storyteller. Oh, I love the Macho Man. I just, <laughs> I wish the figure they made for that wasn't so terrible from that match. It's yeah. an awful Mattel well, figure. From here, it looks amazing. I'm about 30 feet away from it. <laughs> no, that's WrestleMania 7. Oh, where's it at? I don't have it. Oh, okay. Because it's awful. Oh, yeah. I remember. Yeah. I got it. But yeah, amazing, amazing match. And again, the, the moment he won, it's just the place blew up. I love the story with Liz going into it. He, she was mine before yours. Yeah. You know, the whole match, they're just putting all the odds against Macho Man. Perfect's cheating. You know, they're, they're going after his leg and Macho Man's mm-hmm. limping. Even when he wins, he's limping, yeah. holding the belt. And the fireworks go off the pyro. Just such an amazing, amazing moment for yeah. sure. And I'm that, with you. It should have ended it. I know I was half on the fence when okay. we talked about it. it now you're in. It. I'm you're, in. you're in. Good. Yeah. Glad I convinced you. So that's my number two, Macho Man over Rick Flair, WrestleMania 8. What's your number one? Number one. NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 2015. Ooh. So I was kind of watching NXT, not enough to know who Bailey was, but I knew who Sasha was. I knew who Charlotte was. I kind of knew who Becky was. Becky wasn't that big of a thing when I was watching it. So it was like Charlotte and whatever. So I kind of knew who these players were. But when I watched this, God, I was just blown away because then they had the the buildup that I put on Twitter about how Sasha is, she's just the boss. She's just nasty, just mean a-hole. Yeah. Remember the chance NXT, Sasha's pregnant. No, she's not. <laughs> well, no, they were chanting uh, Sasha's ratchet. Ratchet. That's right. Yeah. I don't want to say Because that NXT, ratchet, yeah. Sasha's pregnant. <laughs> I, why, did I, why the hell did I say pregnant? I, I like, don't know. I'm going to pretend they said pregnant. That's funnier. That's a funnier storyline. Like Maria Canellis now. Sasha's pregnant. No, no she's, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> I popped oh you. God. I popped you, you brother. Did. You did. <laughs> you got me last week. Got you this week. But just how and there's the whole match. Like Sasha's like, "You're a loser. You'll never be yeah. me," and all that kind of shit. And just Bailey had to get fired up. She went in it with a broken hand. Like her bro- was not a broken hand, but it was taped up. Yeah. And just the back and forth with it. Like they were like going at it. Sasha's got the awesome entrance with like comes out like a boss. Yeah. With the, they uh, stole the show. The bodyguards. I was watching this show live, and again, like you, I wasn't that really in NXT. I just knew NXT was at good shows yeah. and. It was just great. Yeah. And just, I liked how Sasha would go for, was going for Bailey's hand and yeah. putting it in the, um, the steps and the apron and kicking the steps. And then she had the, um, the bank statement on yep. She's like stomping her heel on her hand. And I don't know, and just, but just Bailey coming back and hitting that Bailey to belly is, is it was amazing. And just yep. the four horsewomen coming out the end. Yeah. They great. had time. They told the story and they stole the damn show. And, I, we were watching it afterwards. My buddy who was watching with me goes, that's the best women's match I've ever seen. It is. It was. I don't think it's really one better than that yet. I'd have to think about that. Yeah. Um, but it definitely is up there because there's been great matches. I would just have to think of it. Like, for, like Becky versus Charlotte at Evolution I thought was incredible. I'll yeah. have to go back and watch that. I, I think because it was the first amazing match, it, yeah. it's going to be hard to top. Yeah, you're probably because right. Because I'm always going to compare it to that one. Because yeah. it's unexpected. So right now, I kind of expect the women's matches to be good. Yeah. You expect good the, to great. The standard is, is set. Yeah. And that's true. That's there true. you go. And that's true. It's well, a that's great, amazing match. Your number one is that. That's my number one. I like it. Yeah. My number one. I asked my mom today. Quick, quick thing I said. Go ahead. We're, go ahead. we're doing a podcast on uh, favorite matches. I said, guess which one's my favorite? She's like, the Bailey. <laughs> I'm like, how did you know? She's like, I know you. She just you're, she sees you in your room. <laughs> no, I just don't know how she knows that. She just sees you watching it. That's funny. Yeah. You talk to her about the Bailey? Yeah. 
you tell her about the baby. I think I've even showed him the match. Well, she's Latina too, so maybe that's a little helpful. Well, no, my mom's him. Irish. My dad's uh, oh, okay. Hispanic. <laughs> but anyway, she she knew my. Well, she likes the Hispanics, obviously. She, she married does. one. She does. <laughs> Your dad probably likes her because of it, right? Uh, maybe he li- he likes Natalia. Really? Yeah. No one likes. He says she's thick. <laughs> he doesn't say she's thick. He says she's a big girl, and he calls Nikki. He calls Nikki Cross a fit, little fat girl. I said she's not fat. He's like she's a little fat girl. How old's your dad? Seventy-five. Like uh, so he's almost yeah, almost eighty. Seventy-nine. Oh, I like it. That's awesome. He's like, oh, you watching little fat girl? <laughs> dad, she's not fat. <laughs> he's like, all right. And he walks out of the house like little fat girl. <laughs> Let, let's get him on the podcast. Would he come on the podcast? No, no. Would he you? Won't, he won't leave the house. <laughs> we could come to him. We'll bring, we'll, br- we'll bring the table to him. We'll bring the studio to him. All right. My number one, Mankind Over the Rock, Monday Night Raw, nineteen ninety-eight. Or is that 99? 99, right? Yeah, 99. Okay. Oh, wait, no. I think 98. It is 98, because it's right before the Rumble. My bad, it's 98, sorry. So yes, Mankind Over the Rock on that Raw, famously, that'll put some butts in the seats, what Nitro said. But again, this is one that I was watching live. I didn't hear the... Shivani thing, yeah, and I didn't read spoilers. I did. I, I switched. Did you? So yeah. it didn't work. So I didn't. Read spo- <laughs> I'm like, I, oh, Cactus Jack is going to get the title. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for telling me, buddy. Because I love Cactus Jack. And I was watching it, and again, this was a thing where I figured, okay, they're going to screw Foley over because mm-hmm. Foley had DX on his side. The corporation was outside, and like the last like three minutes of this match is bananas. Yeah, mankind's got the mandible claw on the rock. And all of a sudden, Billy Gunn comes, or Shamrock comes in, hits Mankind with the chair. Then Billy Gunn comes and beats the hell out of Shamrock. Yeah. And there's a big melee on the outside. Austin's music hits. To me, no pop is ever going to beat. Like, the, there's a guttural roar, like, yeah. Austin comes out. They're going nuts for him. And they sustain, everyone sustains how happy they are throughout the entire sequence. Hits the mm-hmm. rock with a chair. One, two, three. The place goes nuts. I always watch the people in the front row jumping, fist oh, yeah. pumping. Oh, yeah. Loving it. It was incredible. It was good. And just, just the fact that they had to get DX and Stone Cold, like just everybody involved. It's like, yeah. holy, it's just like a big old circus out there. And it, it's amazing. Yeah. And then at the end, I keep watching that for those who haven't, like on Raw. What does Mankind say? Well, he's like, yo, Big Daddy-O did it. <laughs> Telling his kids it all. But yeah. I love on the ramp, Vince is up there, and he's like, no, not him. <laughs> Anybody but him. No, not him is my champion. No, yeah. not him. That's and, awesome. And that mankind can be- And that makes me love him more. Yeah. Vince hated him. Yeah. It's just great. And so you're watching Nitro. You heard, you remember them saying that. I, I would switch back and forth. But so when Shivani said that, like I didn't really follow Raw like okay. that. Like I did from here and there, but I wasn't kind of so keeping up with Nitro. what the matches were. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, was, I went to Nitro shows. I, didn't, I went went to maybe one Raw show in like uh-huh. 2000, 2001. Yeah. But you went to the United Center, saw Nitro. Twice. I like it. <laughs> yeah. But that that's my number one for sure. And even... There, again, there's more, I think, significant ones, but for something that's always rem- memorable for me, it's going to be Mankind beating The Rock for that championship. That's a good number one. That's my number one. So to recap, my top five are Seth Rollins cashing in on Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, WrestleMania 31. Sh- number four is a tie between Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 12, or Chris Jericho is not the champion over Triple H. Number three, Dolph Ziggler cashes in on Roberto Del Rio. Number two, Macho Man being Ric Flair. And number one, Mankind being The Rock. What's your recap? 
Um, well, I read them out of order. I'm just going to say uh, WCW Starcade 97, Hogan Sting. Yep. I think that was five. Yep. Uh, four was Hogan Ultimate Warrior WrestleMania 6. Yes. Demolition Heart Foundation SummerSlam 90. Yep. Watch the buildup of that, like the Saturday Night's Main Events, stuff like that. It just makes it a lot more fun. Okay. At least I did. Okay. Uh, Big uh, Big Van Vader versus Ric Flair, Star K93. And number one was NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. Sasha Banks defeats, I mean, uh, Bailey defeats Sasha Banks for the, the Bailey. NXT women's title. The Bailey. Is it's like Bailey. To, as you like to call her. So it's, uh, it's about that time. Yeah, you got to go see Spider-Man, huh? I do. You got some time. 428, you got two minutes left um, to go. I have two minutes to get out the door. It doesn't take car. 20 minutes to get to the theater. I like to get there early and yeah. get get something to eat, get my seat. Okay, I'll let you bring a soda if you want. And we're killing you. time. Let's go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we will wrap up really quick. want to give a couple shout-outs to our <laughs> uh, podcast friends, the Doing the Favor guys at Doing the Favor Podcast. You can also support the Breaker and Bane Podcast. They are at, again, I always forget their, um, I guess, Twitter handle. Is it's it easy? BBPH918, Breaker and Bane Ooh. Power Hour. <laughs> but it's, just hard up, to, it's hard to remember. Look up Breaker and Bane. You'll find them. Find those guys okay. out there other once a week. What is it again? BBPH918, Breaker and Bane Power Hour. Oh, that's not too bad. No. You put it together. No, you won't. And then also another favorite podcast of ours, the Our Vantage Point Podcast. Make sure to follow those guys for fun retro wrestling every week. Our friends at the Fully Posable Podcast, Jeff and Scott, always encourage everyone to check those guys out. Even if you're not a big toy collector, it's fun to listen for the nostalgia purposes, and it's yep. just a lot of fun. Make sure started listening to them, out. and yeah. as I'm listening to it, I'm on eBay. <laughs> Look at a different series. Like I, believe, I think the last one I watched was the uh, Just Toys yeah. um, the series that came out after the Hasbros. I never even knew that existed. I believe we they call that wallet heat, so they, they okay. do not apologize for wallet heat. Yeah. I'm take not it spending. I just like to look. It is good. It's good to look. So go ahead and follow those guys, and mm-hmm. and it'll be a lot of fun. And we, I think, before SummerSlam this year, we will have a SummerSlam show. I was talking with Chad for Horror Movie Barbecue. We this is official, by the way, guys. It's officially declared now that we will wrap Eric up, Eric, because you got to go. All right. Once SummerSlam ends, once SummerSlam's over, the last scene is over. That's the end of Summer Fall starts. It's official. We've just declared it. Okay. You good, you good with that? I'm in. Okay. Cool. Thank you, everyone, for listening, guys. I appreciate all of the interaction on Twitter and all the fun stuff we do every day. Uh, follow us on there, PPW Podcast, if it's your first time. Keep following and keep downloading. Tell a friend. Anything else, Eric? Nope. That's cool, it. guys. Thanks for listening. See you next week.